jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect, jab 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 effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. H Boy Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just after the boxing podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. In- Alright y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast, episode 103. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up everybody? It's your boy Boxing P. And today, man, let's just go back, P. Let's go back and talk about some of these fights, you know, some of the points like we always do, you know, kind of speak on these fights from last weekend between uh, Devin Haney and Antonio Moran. Mm-hmm. And I do want to touch on one of the women's fights on the card between uh, Jesse McCaskill and Anaheim Sanchez. But uh also want to talk about this fight coming up this weekend, man, between Anthony Joshua and uh, Andy Ruiz, you know, is the pressure on Joshua? I don't know, man. We're going to see, man. What's up with you, P? Uh, not too much, Hank. You know, same old, <clears throat> same old, same, man. You know. Yeah, we've been grinding, man. I've been grinding, man. And uh, it's kind of getting to that point. Like, I had somebody try to invite me to do something. But I was in my mind, I'm thinking, man, I got I got the Jab podcast to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, it's getting to that point where it's, it's one of the more important things sometimes, you know? Yeah, I mean... We've been doing it for two years now, so it, it definitely take precedence over over a lot of a lot of other things in my, in my book, Ant. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's emergencies and things we do have to reschedule for, but you know, this is this is what we do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think we said this before. It's like that therapy, man. You know, just just, just got to sit back and talk about something we love. You know, yeah. all get day. it get it out, Ant. Just get it get out, out without having to debate with casuals and all this nonsense. You know what I'm saying? I don't really talk boxing to a lot of people so this is a time that we get to you know get it out you know what i'm saying I, i'm not gonna go on social media and go back and forth with people this is just a time our platform you know we can just let it let get it out our system you know exactly. what I'm saying? i feel, feel you. i feel you but um yeah man before we talk about that Devin haney antonio moran fight just want to say shout out to jess mccaskill and anna sanchez it was a unification fight at uh 140 and um I just want to ask you this question, P, about the fight. Just a general question. Um, it was a real good fight. Jess McCaskill won it by unanimous deci- decision. And um, I felt that the fight was closer. I felt like it could have been a draw or could have been a split decision either way. Just because there was a lot of back and forth action. Now, the fight was pleasing to me, you know, just watching it because I felt like it was entertaining. But for me, kind of watching it. In the fight, like uh, a fight fan's eyes, it's entertaining. But when you're watching it in a, like a cornerman's eyes, it can kind of differ. Do you ever feel that way? 
Like, um, like if you're watching like one of your favorite fighters kind of go back and forth instead of making adjustment to try to win, you know, instead of just trying to make an entertaining fight, do you ever like kind of fall into those two categories sometimes? You mean as far as like a corner person might maybe like being worried about yeah, certain things, or, wanting or you to do, like wanting somebody to do, step up, yeah, yeah, do different things, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because because you know, in this one, I was like, at times, I was like, yeah, this is entertaining, you know, everybody cheering and feeling like it's gonna be fight of the night, but. Sometimes I'm watching Jessica McCaskill and I'm kind of like, if you change this up, you can do something different and win, you know, not just be entertaining, but right. you could capitalize on some of the mistakes the other fighters making, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Sometimes I just kind of get that eye. When you watch boxing for so long, you start Absolutely. actually, you know, putting other things together. And I just feel like sometimes it's cool to put on a fight at the night, but sometimes you want to think of longevity, man. You know, you yeah, want to make I sure mean, you keep your belt, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the only way I would be looking at it at, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? But, you yeah. know... It is a thin line of being entertaining and you know, being being effective in there. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Uh, you, when you've been watching boxing for a long time, you kind of, you know, will go back and forth with from those different perspectives. You know, depending on the fight, because I mean, it could be a, example a Triple G fight. I like Triple G. I mean, so if something is not going right in the fight or he's not doing something, I'm kind of vibing with Abel. Like, yo. You know, Abel wants you to do. Yeah, he yeah. he don't want you to just like. Uh, what was the last fight when the guy said the point? He said, "Don't let him outwork you. Just a little, don't let him do just a little bit more than you." Oh man, you know which fight I'm yeah, talking about? I, yeah, I know. It's like a tip of my tongue. Cause so that's a perfect example. Yeah, perfect, perfect example. example. Like, yo, yeah. don't just let this person do yeah. just a little bit more than you and, yeah. and take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because like for me. I know, of course, the fan, they're going to watch it. They just want to see a good fight. But if you are invested in one fighter or you're a fan of one fighter, you do want to see them say, hey, it's time to, you know, stop taking so much leather, step it up and box a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Like in this fight from round one, both ladies, they just went at it, which was which was good. You know, it was a good, exciting fight. And thing with Jessica, like when she take a couple shots, instead of rolling the head, she started to throw more, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people, when they get hit, they like to go hey, want to hit back, you exactly. know. And I think that sometimes, like when you're watching as a corner man or like your corner, they probably like don't hit back. We at don't that want time. you doing it. Exactly. Yeah, we don't want you doing yeah. that, you know. But yeah, I just want to say, you know, I just kind of brought that up. It was just on my mind. But yeah, shout out to both ladies. You know, mm-hmm. put on a good fight. But that's what people like sometimes. You know, show the warriors heart. But yeah, you know, in the long yeah. run, like I said, you definitely want to tone tone it down sometime and just kind of. If you want to keep the belt, you know, you got to fight smart. Yeah. You know? I mean, because like I said, there's a thin line at between being like entertaining and, 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 and like I said, being effective. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if you go in there and just per skill and per people going to say it's boring. They you know what I'm boring. saying? Right. right. So you have to do a little bit. But I mean, you don't want to do too much and yeah. put yourself in a compromising position to lose the fight or just take unnecessary damage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Because, you know, I see moments in there like you bang out somebody three-punch combination. Then you get hit three times, you know. Then your corner's probably like, oh, shit. You know, like. It's even now. Yeah, what's the judge going to say? Yeah, that balanced out right there. I hit you three times, then you hit me three times back. We, 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 it's equal. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So your corner, they're not like the fans going, oh, did you see it? No, they're like, you know, start covering up or something, you know. So yeah, yeah. 
It's just that line. Like I just kind of brought another nerd thing, man. No, but it, <laughs> it, it is a thing. good a good perspective because the corner is looking at it like that. The corner is not, yeah, yo, that's you, yo, you, you, man, you putting on a hell of an entertaining fight. No, the corner is not saying that. Right? You say know, that. the corner not saying that. You know, mm. they could care less if it's entertaining. They want you to win. You right. know what I'm saying? Because their their job, just like for casual fans to know, it's not for them to put their fighter in there and have them withstand punishment. It's their job was to train them and prepare them with, to the best of their ability with the skill that they needed to overcome that opponent. You know, whatever whatever their weakness is, they got to expose it. You know what I mean? Or like whatever the adjustment is they got to make, they have to make that adjustment to overcome the fighter. Right. Again, like there's probably times their heart be beating whenever their fighter chooses to fight off a heart and they go slugging right. it out. They probably like, don't do that. You know, we ain't come in there to do that. You know, so. And and, and another thing is you, and people had to realize that a fight looks different in a fight than outside a fight. So mm-hmm. the fighter, he's in the midst of action. He's not seeing the outside perspective like the corner is. You know, the fighter might think he's doing good. Mm-hmm. He might think that what he's mm-hmm. doing is effective, mm-hmm. but the outside eyes will say, yo, it's not, <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. He he's setting you up. He's setting the trap to catch you with the big right hand, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm right. saying? Because let's say, imagine like y'all do have that exchange, and you think you did good in that exchange. But like I said, it's exchange. Y'all both give and take, and then after that, you like you thinking, oh, my punches were harder, but they his his landed too. So the judges are looking at both of it. So y'all kind of got it dead even now because y'all both landed at the same time. Like. They're not necessarily landing on how hard you thought you hit, you know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going by what they actually see, just like your corner. So, yeah, man, it's just one of those things. I was just kind of like, you know, as a as a as a trainer, you kind of you you you're looking at your fighter, you're thinking we're not there to just make fighter the night. We're there to make you fighter of the year. You know, absolutely, it's like a big difference. Fighter the night is like secondhand. You know what I mean? That yeah. might just happen to be the result of y'all putting on a high level you right. know boxing match mm-hmm. yeah because any guy like could a non-title holder could be that guy you know yeah because a fight of the night is not necessarily a win or accolade yeah, that don't go to hall of fame yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's you know yeah man but definitely man that's how i kind of felt about that i was just like i said a good entertaining fight but there's those times like i said you just be in there like gotta step it up man you know stop fighting to a stalemate you know mm-hmm. somebody somebody make that capital Somebody capitalized at that one point, you know. But um, moving on, man, uh, Devin Haney versus Antonio Moran, man. Um, you know, this was on the zone. Uh, this was Devin Haney. His uh, this was Devin Haney. His debut on the zone. Mm-hmm. And um, like I told you, man, I felt like this was one of the moments where I felt like he proved me wrong because I kind of felt like he was going to go in and just kind of win a decision, you know, be the boxer that he is. But he came in there and scored a potential KO of the year, you know, mm-hmm. and um. I want to ask you, people, for someone like Haney at 20 years old, his own promotions, headlining the card on the zone, just made that move over from Showtime, you know, Friday night show box to the zone. What do you think that means for him? Oh, it's, it's two things for me, Ant. <clears throat> it's a power move. It's a it's a it's a super power move. Him being the age he is, and I call him the youngest in charge. Being in control of the things that he's control in control of, you know, career wise, most guys of his age don't have the control that he has over his career right now. Mm-hmm. That's like the beauty of it. That way you always guarantee you're going to make money. You know what I'm saying? Because right. Right. 
you making the calls, you making the plays, you know what I'm saying? You can fight this guy and still make sure you get a decent payday. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because you're the boss. Mm-hmm. But to add on to that, for this to be his debut on the zone and to hold this type of performance for his debut, it's kind of impressive to me if he calculated it, calculated it that way. And because, you know, a lot of people was questioning his power and, you know, a few different things about Devin Haney. But I mean, to be on a platform like the zone and this is your debut and already going off your stock, what he did is just, I mean, that's, that's what you do when you want to be a star. Yeah. That's what you do. That's what you do, man. Cause uh, he definitely, you brought that word up. He definitely capitalized on it. Absolutely. You know, like, like I said, I kind of went in feeling like he would have boxed this fight, a good dominant fight, but he actually started off boxing nicely, taking it to Antonio, but then he just turned it up, mm-hmm. turned it up and set it off and, you know, knocked the kid out in seven rounds. Well, it's kind of like we just talked about, and it's different when the fight with the corner man, you're just putting on an entertaining fight and he know you have, the skills to close the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Devin Haney, like, I can put on an entertaining mm-hmm. fight and go back and forth, but you know what? I can close the show too. Let mm-hmm. me show the world that. You know, mm-hmm. people don't think I can do that. You know what I'm saying? He is pedigree. Yeah. He's been around for a long time in the game since a kid and around all the greats. So And he definitely you know? understands like there's a time and a place for everything. And that was Absolutely. the time and the place to take somebody this out. This was his coming out party. Yeah. This is how you do it on a platform like the zone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. A lot of people, you know, there's rumors around about the zone and the money they're giving out. And the the quality of the network, some people don't like it, but that's still big, you man. You, yeah, you, I mean, you headline Showtime and the Zone. Absolutely, you gotta look at it like while it's here, and it might not be here next year, but yeah. while it's here, while you it's gotta here, be yeah. effective. That's but, the bottom line. Yeah, right. we don't know what the future holds, but today is today. You know yeah. what I mean? And today they're up cutting big checks, so let me go and get me a big check. Exactly, <laughs> you know what man. I'm saying? And I'm glad you brought that up because it's like the thing with this kid, Devin Haney, is that. He's learning from all these great people as far as the skills. But he's teaching a lot of these old heads and these champions out here now how important it is to be your own promoter. Yeah, to be the be business your own side. Boss, the business like you side said, at 19, yeah. At just 19, you know? he's the man in charge. You know, he's the man in charge of just about everything. Like I said, not all these other guys do what he, like they say, cross the street. You yeah. know, he's going from showtime to the zone Clarissa Shields she went from Showtime to the zone to exactly. HBO because she's showing these fighters out here now like hey y'all shouldn't be signing the one contract y'all limiting yourself exactly and exactly. with that being said it's kind of like with Devin Haney him being like this there are no there is no red tape where you're going to say oh he can't fight so he's a so. true free agent and you know right. some people are right. calling themselves free agents and that's not the definition of a word <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The way you're defining it. You know what I mean? He's a true, you know, independent contractor. Mm-hmm. He goes where he wants to go and fights. And, he, yeah. you know, he makes that call. But I'm mm-hmm. just saying, like you said, he learned all the boxing skills from the greats. But he learned the game, the business from the greats, too. Mm-hmm. You know, picking yeah. Floyd Mayweather's mind. I mean, he took a book, mm-hmm. a page right out of Floyd's book just 15 years earlier. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um that's powerful too, Ant, because a lot of people just think it's about the fighting. At 19 years old, he had the mental capacity to say, "Yo, the business is just as possible. Is the business is just as important as the fighting to yeah. me?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he's definitely, you know, developing the skills and you know, packing on everything he needs to learn, you know, to make him a better fighter to take him against anybody. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. think about it. Like, he has the potential to re- 
if he wanted to retire at 25, you know, if he continues to stack the paydays yeah. like this. You know? Financially, I mean, the position he in and the checks he collecting, yeah, 25, he could, you know, walk off into the sunset. And, you know what I'm saying? That's very possible, you know? I mean, he get 25, he could walk away and say, I'm recruiting new fights. I got, you mm-hmm. know, I got my own promotion. I'm just yeah. promoting now at 25, I yeah. mean. What do you think it is, man, like with some fighters, if they when they do specifically sign to one manager that limits them to other fighters, do you think they're just thinking of just getting the paydays, the comfortable paydays where they're at? You know, that you, you think they're not really thinking of the long run where yeah. if I sign with this guy, then I won't be able to fight and get these other belts out here. Do you exactly. think they're not thinking about that? Exactly. Most of the people went are so hungry when they get thrown that steak that they don't, they, they just want to eat right then. Yeah. It's, it's like a music yeah. contract. Yeah. A guy's not, he, I've been waiting to get signed. You throw this contract in front of me. I'm not thinking, dang, if I sign this, I might not be able to work with Wu-Tang who signed. You know, that's down the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, yo, this money right here today. You know what I mean? We got a car paint. We got a rent. So yeah, we yeah. got stuff to do right, right. now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You you hang a steak over top of, you know, somebody that's hungry. It's a little different. And that's the difference between Devin Haney. It yeah. wasn't he, he had money. You yeah. wasn't just holding a steak mm-hmm. over his head. So he said, well, hold up, Eddie Hearn. Mm-hmm. I like this, but let's tweak this tweak that you know he had that leverage to bargain like that some guys ain't got that leverage you know right eddie hearn gave brona <laughs> an offer you see what brona did you didn't have no leverage yeah. yeah and you handled it totally the wrong way you know what i'm exactly. saying so i'm just saying if Devin haney when eddie hearn first approached him and and it was a slave contract Devin haney had leverage to say whoa hold up eddie hearn I don't really need that because I already got this over here. I got yeah. that, you know. So let's just take that off the table. Right. And, you, you know, if that was the case. Right. We're going to sit down and make sure we both get something out of this. If that's it's the not case. just going to yeah, benefit exactly. you. I mean, because Adrian Brown is saying a slave contract. That's, you know, him throwing that out yeah. there. You know, I mean, he say crazy stuff all the time. But I'm just saying that's mm-hmm. if he is really, you know, if he did yeah. try to lowball Devin Haney, which I don't know if he did or not. But right. you need the leverage to be able to get the money you deserve anywhere in life, man. Mm-hmm. Work, the workforce. If you got experience or your resume is built up, you can go in there and say, oh, hold up. Wait, man. Y'all trying to get me this way, man. Hold up. I got five years experience over here. I got this. I got, you know, you got leverage. Yeah. And then that'll make them say, oh, yeah, well, he is a value. You exactly. Know I mean? Like, again, yeah. like, I get some out of it, so I can accommodate uh, him. I mean, and think. And okay. Well, Eddie Hearn, all my rest of my fighters, I got to hold their hand. Devin Haney, I ain't got to hold his hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he got all that taken care yeah. of. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's I just got to sign. That's a good example uh, I remember just this, it just popped in my mind. This was a while back whenever Beanie Siegel first signed Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Well, not the first, but like it was after his first album. And he said he was working on the second album. And he just said like he was in there working on some music and it was just thumping. He said Jay Z just kind of popped his head in. He heard the beat. He left. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he knew that it was good in his hands. He knew that this guy had a resume already Absolutely. and had the you know the resume to speak for it so he was like I ain't got to hold his hand I ain't got, yeah know? I don't have to go in there and say sure hey Bean hey Beanie when you say this I ain't had to do all that yeah I heard the beat the beat was fire we gone I already know exactly. what he gonna do yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah and um going back to the thing uh, of, as far as taking on all the challenges and think about that man because like with Devin Haney you could just throw a name out there he won't have to say oh he's with so so and so because. He's already being mentioned with names like Ryan Garcia, Lomachenko, Absolutely. Tiafimo, Shakur Stevenson. So that's really crazy. You know, he really just made sure he was his own boss because he wanted to go wherever the smoke was. You yeah. know, same yeah. as Mikey Garcia. Well, Mikey Garcia, he's over here Absolutely. now. Errol Smith. Danny Garcia next. You yeah. know, he's actually putting himself in those positions. Like, 
how important for you you think it is for some of these fighters to kind of go back and rethink them contracts now, you man? Do. You, you have to, man. It's just like, I mean, like I go back to the music. It's like now people know about publishing. People mm-hmm. know about all these different variables in the contract yeah. and they yeah. being more savvy when they negotiate. Mm-hmm. So it, it's very important to know about that back end pay-per-view, this new application. However, that's transitioning into money you need to understand that because right. you're going to be the one you know what i mean yeah a lot of people, yeah. fighters might feel like they ain't got time i ain't got time to worry about all that mm-hmm. just I, what, what is the check going to be you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and um but i really think you need to be paying attention to all those details because especially with the app the app is new right mm-hmm. we don't know how that transitions into money for a, a fighter really don't necessarily yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. um it's not like the hbo and showtime with yeah. their network standing Boxing is just a side thing. Sports is just a side thing. They're still standing on other things. Yeah, standing know? on other things. I mean, even uh, an arena fight or pay-per-view, you know this many people bought pay-per-view at $69.95. The app is people paying, people pay for the year, people paying monthly, mm-hmm. people paying different ways. So how is that funneling to the fighter? You know what I mean? Right, right. So you get a percentage of it. You know, how's that getting broke down? That's a little different with the applications. And, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially when you think about it because it's like, are you are you balancing out to what you're giving out? That, that's what I, mean. I don't think so. You know, I don't think I, I so. Don't think so. You know, especially uh, when you take out a venue. You know, Wembley Stadium, eighty thousand. I don't even know what the, what the money would be generated there, but that's a lot of money. That's, that's a lot, lot of money, money to play with. That's yeah. different. But you talking yeah. about Barclays mm-hmm. and MSG, these different smaller venues. Yeah, they don't even be yeah. sold out. Ain't eh? it? Be right. empty seats in there. Yeah. So. Cause we, that's the thing, man. Like we mentioned before, like we think about it, like with the AJ Klitschko fight. Uh, Groves and Frotch, they be packed, man. You yeah. don't see no empty seats. Even yeah. Madison Square Garden sometimes, like, their undercards be kind of, co-main events be kind of empty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you kind of yeah. wonder how they make that back. If you take it yeah. overseas sometimes, that's where you need to be. Yeah. You know, in Wembley, where you can guarantee cer- certain monies or whatever. But, you know, we'll see in a couple of years, Ant, but it's definitely, um, definitely simple simple math at you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. X, x amount going out x amount coming back in yeah. you know what i'm saying oh yeah yeah um well let me ask you this p um is it possible for all fighters to kind of follow his blueprint Devin haney's blueprint that's coming up not at all not at all because and I, I feel like he he's special you had to be mentally strong like i say Devin haney or in my opinion what i think he did is seeing the business and went that extra mile to learn the business. Mm-hmm. A lot of fighters see it. They know about this. They know, but do they go the extra to mile to, take that to understand it? Right. You know, it's like, right. it's like a music. I mean, you see right. the engineer, you see the beat maker, but mm-hmm. do you really go understand? you like, no, mm-hmm. that's what he did. You know, you right. really, so yeah. Devin Haney, like you say, what, 14, 16, he was in Mexico mm-hmm. yeah. fighting yeah. grown men. I mean, everything he's done, has been a very calculated and strategic move to put him in a prime position at 20. I don't know if they anticipated it at 20, but damn, at 20, he there. Yeah. That's amazing. That, that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? At 20, yeah. he's kind of where he need to be in the game. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you can't. You cannot be mad at him, man. Anybody, like I said, even yeah. older heads got to look, and look and A perfect example, like you say, I mean, I'm not going in on a guy but like you say the, the the young fighters coming up I mean Adrian Brown is a young guy I mean do he look like he following this blueprint at all or no. even trying to follow you know what I'm saying no. I mean no. he, he, he he blowing money He you know he doing total opposite of what yeah. a kid like Haney might be doing 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? At this particular time, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and the thing about it is Devin Haney, you know, 19. I mean, some of these guys, 30, 31, yeah. 32, 33. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. And so it, so that's why I say yeah. all the young fighters ain't going to have that. They ain't going to have all that together mm-hmm. like that. We, mm-hmm. he, he's the full package. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he's the, probably. Yeah, that and, don't really come around like that. And, and think about it. And he's probably one of the more full, full packages we've seen since like a Floyd Mayweather. Who else has really came with the business Acumen behind him like that. I mean, like I said, you got guys saying I'm my own boss on this, but you can't fight this guy. Yeah. You talking about this guy's over there? This guy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Who else has really come with that besides Floyd saying, "Yo, this is Mayweather Promotions. I'm mm-hmm. Money May. I'm, you right, know what I right, mean? Just right. we've had, bringing that. We've had great boxers, but and we've had we have boxers that could potentially be great, but we don't have actual faces of boxing you know what Absolutely. i mean faces of boxing like you said floyd mayweather yeah you know guys that we already say this guy calls the shots you know when I mean, you think boxing you think this guy somebody like andre ward is perfect example like as far as the fight game hands down ain't no question mm-hmm. but some of his business mm-hmm. you might have to question i mean he had to sit out for two years because he signed a contract not right looking that you know what i'm saying right. things yeah. like that so mm-hmm. everybody don't really have that business mind I don't think to really fully under, or, or just have the ambition to want to mm-hmm. want to understand mm-hmm. it you know what I mean some people just like yo I just gotta right. worry about fighting that's all yeah. I can worry about well if you think about it you know like we always <clears> say <throat> boxing is like chess so business moves are like chess I think it really takes like the fighters that you see that go in the ring they're really translating what they do in the business mode, in the ring, because it's the guys that look at the big picture. Yeah. And if you look at Floyd, you look at Haney, they're actually like looking at the big picture. The they're big seeing picture. what's in front of them. You know, they're seeing what the next move the fighter is going to make before they even make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're looking at him while he's sitting in the corner. How hard is he breathing? Exactly. You know, they they look at it like what his corner's telling him, what kind of urgency they 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 showing him. You know. And you know, with Danny, what Devin Haney is doing at twenty at is like you said earlier is a good indication that he don't plan doing it. He don't plan on doing this till he's 30 and 40 years old. Yeah. At 20, he's in a great position at 25. We very well could see him say, yo, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm two time world champion, you know, undisputed. I don't know what he might accomplish in the next five, six years or whatever. But at 25, he could very well be peaked in the game and say, yo, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I could definitely see that. And I would like for somebody <clears throat> like that to show it, and stamp it at that age. That you would know? be the power move. You know? Then and I'm thinking some future generations might be able to understand a little mm-hmm. bit more if they see Devin, hey, 25, he retired. He, yeah, got, a, yeah. he got three, be- you know. Yeah. Then maybe more people could see it, but they got to see how what he did is really paying off. And if he could retire 25 and mm-hmm. he's straight for the rest of his life, it didn't pay, it didn't pay it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's why I was kind of on the fence about the question I asked you about, you know, <clears throat> other young guys kind of you know being able to follow that blueprint because again yeah like we say some of the ones now they not everybody has that initiative to take on themselves to you know take full responsibility what they got you know or take full blame when they mess up but um i also feel like it kind of works in the rap world now you know some guys out there however they make the beats now at home you know they Mm -hmm. go their own route how all these young guys now they become big superstars just by the you know putting their videos out on social media absolutely and somebody whoever started that kind of made that blueprint for these guys now so you know they kind of cut out the the 
the record labels. You know right. what I mean? They cut out the middleman. They make their own money. So I, I hate to say it, and it actually was like the kid soldier boy. Kid, oh, we might not okay. really respect. So that's or, how old I am. That, that, I mean, yeah. that's yeah. who really changed, yeah. open eyes of the masses in the music mm-hmm. game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even like the big wigs and stuff of these who they said, "Man, what are you doing?" No, then now everything is streaming, and then he came with that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like you say, you know, Devin Haney changing the way, but it has to pay off. See, it paid off, you know, Soldier yeah. Boy, like he was everywhere yeah. at that yeah. time. So when Devin Haney, people see it really paying off and, you know, then they can really maybe get it a little bit better. But even yeah. still, Ant, you can go try to get it. It's not easy. What Devin Haney did was not easy. Don't yeah. think it's they just handing 20-year-old people this type of freedom. Right. They not. He you was know, out there working. He was out there working own. and had the leverage to bargain and force certain mm-hmm. things on the table. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he had that Resume, yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Don't think you're just gonna come out to get. Oh man, I want to. That's not gonna happen. It's right. not gonna happen, right? Because again, now like what we see with Devin Haney, we're amazed. We're we're amazed by it, and you know we show him respect for it because we saw where he came from. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people out there now they see him on the zone, and they see twenty year old, oh, twenty year old kid on the zone fighting like this. They go, oh, I can do that, but no, you got to go back and look at the groundwork. You got to look at the you grind. Know? You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. But exactly. um, as far as with Devin Haney, man, like who he should fight next man like I know a lot of people putting Tiafimo in the mix with Lomachenko I kind of want to see that mix Tiafimo with uh it's so many good fights that that you can mix Mm -hmm. and match at that at this time you know in the the weight class and um like you say the Tiafimo and um Lomachenko it, it could be a little early but it's like Lomachenko is on his way out and you know he's 30 what 33 so I mean he ain't ain't got too long in the game so Tiafimo might want to hurry up and put that name on his resume but is it you think anybody's gonna squawk at a Tiafimo and Devin Haney I mean come on dude I mean any of these pieces you can put together you know Hearn just got a belt at featherweight you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I mean Tank feather you know it's 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 a lot of play around there you know what I mean it really is yeah, because there's been other names, you know, people are already sizing them up with uh, Robert Easter. Easter. You it's, know, Robert it's, Easter it's, or, you know, even the kid uh, Hooker. Yeah, Hooker. And these are guys that I think Haney could put on his resume now. Yeah, man. And, absolutely. You know, I, I think he got the skill to outskill these guys, yeah, man. definitely the skill. You know what I mean? I don't know how many guys he, the power is still, we had to see. I mean, because he's 19, and he still mm-hmm. got growing to do. He's still going to get stronger. But skill-wise, yeah, I mean, he definitely, you know, boxing, putting a clinic on some of these guys out here right now. Yeah, and I'm just looking at his resume now, and I'm just looking at, like, all of his fights. Like, when you combine the wins, it's like, you know, guys over... Combine the records, it's like 100 wins and maybe, like, what, 14 losses, 20 yeah. losses. So, you know, he's he's whooping ass right yeah. now. You know, he's actually going in there, you know. He's graduating each level. Absolutely. You know, he's taking the fights he need. But yeah, like if Tiafimo fight don't happen, you know where else Ryan Garcia. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I say it, it, I it, take it, any it, of them, man, because there's yeah. so many people yeah. that's kind of on the level. Not saying they on Devin Haney level, but they right there. They on the cusp. They they it's a worthy fight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a worthy fight. Yeah. And the divisions, he's around 130, 135, 140. They're all growing, man. And like, you know, he's right there in the mix with him. So you know, again, shout out to Devin Haney, man. Moves he making, hey, for sure. Youngest in charge, man. Yeah. Youngest in charge right now, Mr. Devin Haney. 
we jump on that next topic. Anything that you want to say on that one? No, nah, man, just. Just saying, what can you say about it? It's all good, eh? Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all good. For real, man. But um, fight weekend, man. Another fight weekend coming up. Heavyweight division again. Yeah. Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz. Yeah. Andy Ruiz is that stand in because of Big Baby Miller testing positive like three times mm-hmm. for like overdose on cheeseburgers. But, you know, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. But, you know, damn, three times, man. Yeah, for every damn thing. Everything. HGHP everything. Dang boy. I I'm I'm just like at this point, you know, I was just kinda done with that fight, but now that they got this stand in Andy Ruiz, I'm kinda I'm kinda glad that he is a stand in because, you know, from what I seen, you know, in his interviews, he seems like a cool guy, you mm-hmm. know, kind of a soft spoken guy. And um Humble. Definitely Very, humble. Yeah, humble. He's kind of he's glad that he's got this. He's mm-hmm. in this position. You know, he's actually taking advantage of it. And um, I kind of feel like uh, he could give AJ a good fight. You know, oh, yeah. sometimes late replacements can be, I said in the past, a gift or a curse. And like for me, and I always like when it's something on a on the table or on the line, like or history to be made. And yeah. when it's history to be made, it's just it's hard to really. You know, count a guy out, you know, because you can make history on that night. You know, what I mean, if if he pulls off the upset, he will be the first, you know, Mexican heavyweight champion of the world, which is which which is a big accolade, you know, for those people. I, I, I believe, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They, they're normally known as smaller people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for, you know, one of them to accomplish that, 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 that would be, you know, that would be really, really, really big. And, um, you know. It's not like they not fans of the sport, you know what I mean? They deserve to have a champion wherever wherever you yeah, know whatever the weight Yeah, whatever the weight class is, class yeah. is or whatever. Yeah. So um I, I do like the fact that there's some history, you know, to be made on, on the table. I mean, but that's up to Ruiz. You know what I'm saying? It's up to Ruiz to try to make history and it's up to Joshua to To stop to stop history, you know what I'm saying? Or or to change history, you know what I'm saying? So um I do like that 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 aspect about it because it just adds a little mm-hmm. bit more more fire to it. It's like the Buster yeah. Douglas Mike Tyson thing, you know, his yeah. mom dying. You know, when these people mm-hmm. come into the ring with some with some with some, I'm not gonna say incentive, but you know, just something on the table and just a different type of energy. Yeah, right? a different type, type of energy. energy. It, yeah. it, it can make yeah. it can make for an interesting mm-hmm. night. That's all I'm saying. You know oh, what I, I mean? You. Yeah, yeah, definitely because like. Again, like looking at the fight in the fighters' eye, fight fans' eyes. First, I wasn't that excited, but me neither. You know, looking at like a cornerman's eyes or like a countryman's eyes, I was kind of like, you know, this guy. He just fought back in April, and all of a sudden, he getting a shot at the title. You know, mm-hmm. he has potential to upset Joshua. You yeah. know, in the way you know Joshua's kind of been rubbing some of the American fans and the Wilder fans. They wouldn't mind seeing it. They wouldn't mind seeing it. They wouldn't yeah, mind seeing it. They wouldn't it. mind seeing it. Absolutely. Because they feeling like the Wilder fight's not going to happen. Exactly. So they kind of want to see Ruiz put hands on him now. Yeah. But um, yeah. with that being said, I got to ask you, P. Uh, do, you th- do you feel like the danger is there in this fight? Like just off of what you've seen from a guy like Ruiz? The um the danger is there for AJ or? Yeah. Um, You know, they, they heavyweights hands, so it's always an element of danger there. And like you said, I wasn't really too you know, up for this fight. But, you know, once again, that, you know, the breakdowns of fights, the 24 sevens, all access, they have those for a reason. And they're very, um, entertaining to most boxing fans. And 
like this one, once I watched this one, it made me a little more interested because I got to know Ruiz a little bit. I didn't really know a whole lot about him. So it brought some stuff to the table and made it a little bit more interesting for me. But um, as far as danger, I think the first couple rounds, I think he's going to be, you know, he's going to be hail Murray. You know, I think he's, you know, because think about it. He ain't got nothing to lose. He got everything to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If he loses, it's just like, okay, well, I lost to the heavyweight champion. But if I win, I made history. I'm the first one. You know, mm-hmm. I'm the man. I got bigger paydays coming. I got bigger fights. It's just his world could really be really be different. So I do believe those these first three or four rounds that he will be doing his due diligence. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I mean, I don't see him as a chump. He don't seem like a guy that's ready to take a punch and fold or fall he really sound like you know he you know he 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 game for this yeah yeah from what i've seen you know he's actually you know really appreciating what he's been given absolutely i really want to see him try to shock aj in the first few rounds you know don't try to make this a boxing match where you draw it out right you know go ahead and give him something in the first three four rounds and see how he react to it you know because that's kind of the position you're in because you're in that position to take it yeah you know yeah and what go, oh, ahead. go ahead oh you go ahead uh, i was just saying one other little interesting um fact about ruiz is like they said early in his career um i don't i don't think the boxing was moving fast enough for him and they said that he was actually like street you know out in the streets fighting you know what i'm saying uh-huh. kind of for money so that's a different fight ain't that's not boxing right that's not boxing yeah yeah that's different Boxing is regimented skills, time, discipline. all this of mm-hmm. discipline. You know, just the fact that he kind of knows about that world is a different chamber to go into. AJ ain't never really he. You know, he said he mm-hmm. had some street fights, but this is different when you had to fight for money. When you fight, for you know money what I'm saying? And your way of life. If your way of life, it's a little yeah, different. You know different. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I thought that was an interesting fact that he. That he opted to want to do that, you know what I mean? Because everybody's not just going to do that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, let me ask you this: like, that's interesting, man. Because yeah, I didn't know that you watched the Forty Days. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I haven't watched them yet. But like, what do you think, man? Like, how much of a, how much of, a, of an advantage is that for somebody to have that background in the street fight um, to boxing? I, I just think it's a little more, not necessarily I, off a of skill, but yeah, like, just, like aggression, yeah, survival, um. Adversity, I think you try to deal with these things a little bit more. Humility, humility, out there because, mm-hmm. you know, like I say, you got a ref in here saving you. You know what I mean? Out there, you don't really, you don't mm-hmm. really, you don't really have that. You your, know what your, I'm saying? Your hands was saving yeah, your hands, you all yeah, the way. You know? yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, so j- just being in that kind of no hand, no holes barred setting, right? To have that mentality, right. eh, it's a different. I don't, yeah. I don't see AJ. You see AJ brawling in the streets. No, I don't. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I just can't see it. Either. I don't see that. I see him as like a Mr. Olympian before, you exactly. know, bodybuilder before exactly. I see him out in the streets exactly. really fighting. Exactly. And I guess for me, like, I think it is a big advantage because somebody like Andy Ruiz, if he's taking the good from what he learned, he this ain't nothing for him. You know what I mean? Like as far as the pressure, yeah. he could just. Open that door and take a little bit of the street, you know, as far as the dog, exactly the humility again, bring that in. And and to be honest, that's what he kind of said in the 40 days like, yo, this is the stuff I've been through. This is really nothing, you know what I mean? Not 
downplaying it, mm-hmm. but like as far as, far as, as the, the crowd, courage and the what lights. it take to do, right. no, dude, I didn't been you know brawling in the street for yeah. a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. This is nothing to go in there and get paid yeah. a big check to fight a dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing. And just think about that, because for him, it's like if somebody lands a jab, you hear the reaction of the crowd. It might not mess with his mind because he been in the street, got dropped before, yeah. and everybody like, oh, you know, he got dropped. Exactly. This ain't nothing for him, exactly. so he can just keep taking from that. And like I said, AJ, I don't know if he got the dog like that. You exactly. know what I mean? Not that dog. Got the the dog. dog. That's the good point. Yeah. We, we, you get the dog from something from like that. that. You know what right. I'm saying? So right. that's kind of what I was trying to say too. At you know mm-hmm. that, you know, he's been in some different pockets in different areas. You know, his his path to the ring is different from AJ's. You know, path. Mm-hmm. to the ring or whatever and you know i mean well that's um that's an important like i say it is to me an advantage because even you look at guys like golovkin when he was young he was fighting in the mm-hmm. street having to fight for his mm-hmm. life crossing trying to get home to school or wherever him and his brother had to fight yeah. you know um the other kid dimitri bivel you know him being half asian he was having that problem you know yeah. having to walk home and fight so you already are used to being put in those type of situations to have Absolutely. to fight. So these guys, you know, boxing, it it's like, oh, this is this is easy compared to having to do that now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. they know there's that hard work, but at the same time, it's like, oh, this is all I got to do, apply myself. Well, back then, I was having to really run for my life if I, yeah. you know, if I was outnumbered. You know. And then the thing about boxing, man, is like where people are like, yo, this is easy because I get paid regardless. Yeah. When you brawl down the street, you lose. You, you don't lose. get paid. Yeah. You don't get paid. Right. The winner gets paid, eh? Right. You might lose a nine and have to go home yeah. like that. You the, know? the winner gets paid. Yeah. You don't. You don't get. It's not boxing. That's why I say the thing about boxing. You like yo, I can go and still lose and still get three million or whatever yeah. I'm getting. I mean, come on, how you know? But let's flip that around at to the pressure that AJ is kind of probably going through right now. You yeah. know. We was yeah. talking about, you know, Deontay Wilder coming off this highlight reel knockout. You know what I'm saying? Now the ball is in AJ's corner to be dramatic, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, 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 you know, in the fight dramatically. Um, not just win it. Mm-hmm. You have to be. You have to win it in a certain fashion, mm-hmm. and that's pressure. And you know what I mean? Will you? Th- is it critical? Is it critical? Does he have to win? Does he have to outdo what Wilder did or at well, least do it the same? Well, it, go, it goes back to just his whole dilemma with me. Aunt. Do he really care about legacy? I mean, he got enough money to go yeah. walk off into yeah. the sunset. Do he? Re- you know what I'm saying? It yeah. depends on, you know, mm-hmm. how serious he's really taking this. You know, I mean, we, we don't know. AJ could take a bad loss and we never see him again because he got enough money to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, where if Deontay Wilder take a loss, he's coming back. Yeah. I ain't no question about that. He coming back. He would want to avenge that loss. He would want right. to make that right. He would want to prove that. No, nah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I, I, I ain't 100% with AJ. And just because mm-hmm. his, his setting, it's nothing against him. It's just, I mean, the man is sitting sitting mm-hmm. good right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Financially. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, his, his, you know, his, his hunger level, his belly full right now. So, oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's a little, he, he got different options, different mm-hmm thresholds that would make him do certain things you know what i mean yeah definitely because like his mindset is the thing that always questions me like you know i know yeah you you could be you know not everybody got the being ice grilling fighter but the way he smiles and the way he talks is like a guy like 
I could give this up today. Yeah. Go into modeling. I could go I, I, and it, it, become it, an actor. It's not that. Into, it's not that looking into the camera. Right. Man, come fight night. I'm gonna. You know, even with yeah. the Ruiz, he's super humble, treating him with nothing but respect, and mm-hmm. you know, and that's cool because I like respect, but it's still. I want to feel something there. You like, want to feel. You want to see some eyes. You want yeah. to see something. You know what I mean? Even like Andre Ward again, not the guy that's out there ice grilling, but when he talked. You knew he was trying to defend his belts. You knew exactly. that somebody. You knew his. He felt his opponent was trying to take what he had. Right. Like Anthony Joshua, I don't feel that feeling like somebody's trying to take his belt. Sometimes you know, yeah. like again, no knock to him. He seemed like a cool guy, and I don't hate him. Yeah. You know, but like I just get that vibe. Like he's the guy that you know, the belts don't make him. You know, or like boxing don't make him. You know, yeah. like Wilder, he really wears boxing on his heart. You yeah, know? boxing is is it is him when you. Say Deontay Wilder is definitely connected to boxing. Even Anthony Joshua's name, I mean, he sound like an actor. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It could be anybody. Yeah. You know, you that, yeah. that's not the first thing you think of when you say Anthony Joshua's oh heavyweight champion in the world. Not necessarily, right. man. Not necessarily. And then even looking at him, you might not think that. Like you might say, he damn, who's this, Mr. Olympia? This is a new, yeah. you know, bodybuilder. You know, you mm-hmm. you not necessarily getting that boxer vibe from him from no type of way. Eh? Mm-hmm. He just a super cool, humble dude and. Do those characteristics transition over to boxing? That mm-hmm. that's my that's my that's my thing. You know, we yeah. haven't seen too many super nice. I mean, Manny Pacquiao, super nice guy, but when it came fight time, different man. But it goes back to that third world upbringing, having yeah. to fight for his life, right. having to fight for food, right. having to yeah. you know really dig yeah. in and and, right. and experience that. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think the difference between AJ and Manny is that Manny. You know, he's just a genuinely nice person, too. I mean, I'm not saying AJ, but you, you really see it in him. But he has that line, like, fighting is a thing that pays my bills. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it fed my family. It feeds my country. So I always go in there with that mindset. So if you're in the ring with me, I'm taking you out. Right. You know, it's a lot riding on. It's Manny's a lot riding when he's in AJ, it's not like it's the UK. You know, the UK fans, yeah. I mean, but that's just the UK. You got, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's not a lot riding on him, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like a it's a whole different thing with him and like again, man, like with AJ, when you bring that up, as an individual, do you think he feel pressure to outdo Wilder? I, like that, is it in his mind, like whenever he saw the Wilder of, knockout? Of of course, because he's still a man, he's still a fighter, and he's still the champion. He knows that this guy across over here poses a threat to my titles. I think I'm better than him, or some people think he's better than me, and I have to give them reasons to think otherwise, man. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you have to. It's just. So you think something in him is really saying like, um, he's thinking about it. He th- he's like, yo, Wilder, not, I, I need to I do something impressive. I need to do something impressive. Mm-hmm. Whether he's going to do that or fight night, I don't know, Ant. But that thought went through his of, mind. It went through his mind. Actually, making it a reality in the I ring. That's another question. It, well, is he going to take? The risk to do something like that. Yeah. Like we talked about the other day. You know, is he Mm -hmm. willing to take these risks with a guy like Ruiz with fast hands, you know, look like he got a little bit of pop to Mm -hmm. him too, you know, to get him out of there Mm -hmm. in that type of fashion. That's going to be the difference because Wilder was, you know, Mm -hmm. he came in and executed in the round. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because as a man, yeah, of course, AJ is probably feeling like, damn, you know, Wilder, he did that. Well, I'm going to do this. 
men say that all the time, but do they get up and do it all the time? Yeah, you know, it takes. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to say. Special guy you to know, actually get up and I mean, commit to it. And then I mean, you never know. You go in there and, and hit Reese with everything but the kitchen sink, and he don't buckle. Then what? Then what? And what? He don't got the freakish. He don't got that right hand. He got power, but yeah. AJ don't got freakish power. Right. He got the little beat. You know, he got the beat him up style where eventually he gonna catch you or break you down, but. Wilder's always got that home run. Man. Yeah, you know? he got that home run. And everybody's, I don't care who they are, they are, they all are weary of it, you know. Man, that one hit a quitter, baby, it, you know. Ain't too many of them out there with that. For real, man. But um, going in on fight night, man, um, as far as a call on this fight, what do you think, man, as far as uh, how this fight goes? Um... It's a tough one, not because of the competition, but just because um, there's so much stuff going on, um, you know, with the two different fighters. Like, you know, AJ should be looking to impress. Ruiz should be looking to upset. Um, it's hard to say, and I, I, I don't know who wants it more. I don't know who wants it more. You know, on, on paper... You know, looking at physiques and just to pay. Of course, that's easy. But you know, when you really get down to it, it's um, it's kind of hard to say. But if I had to make a call, I would say, you know, AJ probably would eventually, you know, be too much for him, wind up overwhelming him or whatever. But um, the first three or four rounds, and I think it's gonna be an interesting fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be interesting, but. If I got to make a call, I'm going to say, I don't know if AJ can knock him out, eh? Mm, he couldn't knock out Joseph Parker. Parker, yeah. I mean. Couldn't knock him out. And he and him and Parker, and, and, and Ruiz and Parker went the distance. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I was just thinking of that. Yeah, they went the distance. And I'm just kind of looking at the trouble AJ had with smaller heavyweights like Talk, I mean, Povetkin, Povetkin. Like, he, he stopped Povetkin after seven, but Povetkin was, was giving him the schooling. business. Yeah, yeah, it was giving him the business. So, for me, man, like, if if Ruiz did his homework and looked at these fights and capitalized on his hand speed and him being the six foot two heavyweight, he gonna have to fight like a small man, get in and get out. You Ooh, know, AJ uh, Ruiz. Ruiz. You yeah. know, I want to see if he can actually, you know. Capitalize on the bigger man, kind of move in and out. Yeah, how how is the footwork? I see yeah. the hands are fast, but mm-hmm. are the feet fast? And can you, you take know? body shots? Yeah. And then, like I'm saying that the first three or four rounds, because after that you have to start factoring in stamina issues with exactly. that frame. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because then I'm thinking, of, like I said, body shots. Like, what if AJ decided to go to the body tonight? You know, on Saturday night, we we. How you gonna react to those shots, and how will you react to several shots that you can't get out of the way of? Like you said, the footwork is it gonna be tricky? Right. And then, and like with that body style, like I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of throwing this out there. But now that you're talking about body shots, like I mean, people get muscles in a six pack to protect. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's like armor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like can can that body style take body shots, man? That's kind of what I want to mm-hmm. throw at you. I don't think so because just going back to like 
some of the guys like Chop Chop Corley, he said like when he fought Floyd Mayweather, you know, they said like, you know, Chop Chop used to come in rip. Mm-hmm. You know, he he never came in with like, you know, gut. But he was saying like the punches Floyd was delivering to him made him want to go back and do sit ups. Oh really? And do more and more like five to seven hundred sit ups. You know, that's how serious the body punches were from him. So I'm thinking, you know, like a guy like that with a soft, soft midsection, then going back to how Roy broke that one kid, uh, Clinton Woods ribs, mm-hmm. who just had a smooth surface. Yeah. I'm like, how can somebody like this take those shots from AJ? Dude, but dude, it, 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 does the fat, it does, it, does the fat the absorb fat, anything? Does it do anything at? I don't think so. No. You know, I think the bigger the puncher, somebody, the bigger the hands and the bigger the puncher, somebody like AJ. Yeah, he don't have that one punch knockout power, but he probably got them, you know, rib breakers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like when he start going to that midsection, I don't think that's gonna be enough to protect him. You know that that soft section ain't gonna be enough to protect him. It's like the body shot got such a big area to disperse. You know what I'm yeah, saying? The yeah. energy off of. Because my thing is like, if you look at them punches in slow motion, sometime when they hit the soft, you see that blubber just yeah, you see a ripple, yeah, you see you see the. It actually make it to the to where the core, yeah, yeah, the core, core. And so. you go back and look, fighters that do sit ups, they also do the medicine ball because they after that you get that ripness, you want to get that that durability. You mm-hmm. want to be, you want to have that the ability to take the punch. Yeah, because just because you got a six pack don't mean you can take a shot in right. the stomach, can't eh? you? Know right. what I mean, you could be throwing up somewhere. You know <laughs> you what got, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, but 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 and like throughout history. That body style. Have we seen? Have we seen anybody? You know, Chris Ariola had that body style. You know, it's been it's quite a it's quite a few fighters that don't have a six pack, ain't? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's something I really wonder. Like how? I I don't know. I, if I was a fighter, I would want to have a six pack, ain't? That's all I'm saying. I would I wouldn't want to be soft in the middle. You know what I mean? It just don't seem like it's a good good idea. I'm just saying. Yeah, like. Definitely, yeah, not knocking his body. You know, as far as me, like, you know, I'm slim and I don't know how hard it is for him to work to get even a smooth surface, you know, trim that off. But, yeah, like, for me, if I was going in the ring, I would work my ass off to try to get something yeah. to to where I know I I can take some hits to the body. I'd rather have the armor, at, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I would, I would rather yeah. have some, some armor there. And like we said, we seen guys super six-pack mm-hmm. get knocked out to the body. Yeah. It's definitely not guaranteed, but i just yeah. rather have that than not have it. You know what I'm saying? And at least give that illusion that you can't illusion, take. Yeah, illusion, yeah. Because when you see it on some guys, like, you know, Roy had the rip section, like, some guys didn't go to the body against him. You know, they were so uh-huh. keen on trying to chin check him, you know, but like some didn't want to go to the mid set because they saw he was so ripped sometime. They were, they were automatically like, oh, he could take a body shot, you know? Yeah. So I kind of feel like the minute you see a smooth surface, you'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm tearing the body up, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 I mean, I would. Yeah. I would, you know? But, um, yeah, man, for me, I'm thinking AJ, AJ might be in for a little shock the first few rounds. He might, I think he might get out. I think he might get out landed a little bit, but I think as he gets like into maybe like five or six, he might start landing harder shots to mm-hmm. that that midsection. Mm-hmm. And the question is, like we said, Andy Ruiz stamina. Yeah, you know, is he gonna be able to withstand that that type of type of hits? Yeah, and uh, and and just have that punch output 
in the later, 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 later round. Right. You yeah. know, the first couple rounds, yeah, he can be full of energy and stuff. But can he? Will he? Will he be able to do that after taking that AJ right? You know. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see, man. But uh, I think as far as a prediction, I'm gonna have to maybe go with like a late round stoppage with Joshua, and it's not gonna be that impressive for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't think he's gonna outdo what Wilder did that night. I think yeah. he's gonna be a little bit too bent up or pressure trying to outdo what Wilder did. You know, yeah, he's gonna be trying to swing for a home run every now and then. I think he's gonna try to go in there thinking I can do it, but might lose rounds in the midst of doing that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you taking chances. You know, Ruiz got them short counters coming, coming, coming back at you. Yeah. You know, what I mean, definitely the first couple of rounds, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He's definitely, def- he, he gonna give it his all. I feel that, man. But uh, yeah, man. Um, uh, hopefully it'll turn into a better, you know, good fight. You know, uh, I know, like I said, we weren't anticipating nothing like this, but hopefully it turned out a good fight, man. Yeah. But uh, before we wrap this one up, P, I don't want to hold you up, man. Was there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I know, um, Wilder Ortiz rematch. Yeah, the rematch. In, yeah. And we might Did they have a date for it, or they just announced it? I think around September. September. So we always um, say that for the next episode. Yeah. That's some things we got to really look at in that one. Um, just saying, just one little finishing note on, on this fight is, like I said, I, I this wasn't a fight I was up for, but after watching, you know, the breakdown, the forty days, um. It it, it, it kind of seemed like it might. It, it, it seems like it'll be a better fight than I thought it would be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. So um, I do want to say that, but I, I definitely wasn't up for it at first. But you know, like I say, man, that's that, that's why I say it. The backstories and and the buildups are, are awesome too. You know what I'm saying? Because they can get you they're ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? They a necessity. Yeah, they a necessity, dude. They go hand in hand with the yeah. fight. You know what right. I'm saying? They go hand in hand with the fight, dude. Yeah, all day, and that's where it kind of differs for us from like football too. Because like sometimes, like with football, like everybody just become a number. Sometimes for me, yeah. you know, I know everybody that know football. That's they know their positions, they know the fight, uh, the football players' positions. But for me as a fighter, it's just like that's that's the guy we really got to focus. Number on. one, his number yeah. is one. So you we got to look at his story. Exactly. You know, we got to see what he about, man. But um, exactly. yeah, I, I I just I just want a good fight. Yeah, yeah I just want a good fight, man. But um. I will give you this, P. I did have a little casual moment the other day, man. Just tell me what you think about this. I'm talking about boxing with somebody. You know, we're just going back and forth. He asked me questions about um, about Tank situation, like Tank, uh, who he going to fight next. So I said, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Tevin Farmer. Somebody just over here is talking about boxing. And the casual moment is a guy says, boxing's fixed. You know, that's why I, don't, I hate it. I, I don't even want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I mean, and you know, like I say, everybody, everybody got their pain. Some people say the NBA is fixed. Some people say I've heard people exactly. say every sport is fixed. You know what I'm saying? But you can't fake a knockout, eh? You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't fake a broken orbital bone. You can't fake a broken jaw, a broken nose. I mean, so, some of these things you, you just can't fake. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And this is coming from a person who is a fan. Of the NBA, NFL, you know, like we said, they have the potential to be fixed. I mean, well, they just had the big with the the, the when with the footballs, the, the ball wasn't fully inflated and all this. I mean, it's always yeah. something with that. You know what I mean? With with other sports, you know what I mean? But um, it, put it like this, and I can't say that it hasn't been a fixed fight, but across the board, I don't think 
I don't think you can fake broke, broken audible orbital bones and hands and mm-hmm. jaws and, and, and pissing blood and slur speech and CTE mm-hmm. and Parkinson's. I don't think you can fake that. Yeah, you, can't you know fake what I'm saying? That. Like to me, the only thing I can say is somebody that says that just keep it to yourself. You know, yeah, for real. Man, like I mean, yeah. like. To me, the answer don't even make sense. I hate it because I think it's fixed. You yeah, know well, what I mean? you like, know, when people, you know, well, when I say, when people say stuff like that, I, I don't even acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? You're talking crazy as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? It's your opinion. Whatever. Everybody entitled to their opinion. But, you know, it's just, I mean, just say you don't watch it. Just say I don't, I, I'm not a fan of it. You know yeah, what I'm that's saying? All. You know what I mean? We don't bash football. I don't bash football, baseball. Mm-hmm. So I don't bash anything. I just say I don't watch it. That's mm-hmm. all I say, eh? I don't bash it. I don't say, oh, man, yeah. they, they ain't athletes. They suck. I, I never say that. I just do my, the, you know, what I'm good at whenever it comes out. I don't say anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, just don't say anything. But, yeah, man, like I said, dudes, you know, they be out there talking crazy about the sport. So, you know, like, I can't even call that a casual fan. It's just like a ignorant mind. Yeah, man. some people just want a reaction, man. Just want yeah. to say something and trying to rile a person up or whatever, you know what I mean? That's why I said And that's why know. I thought the reaction was just cuz I was, you know, putting somebody else on game about something. That, exactly. you know, my knowledge was just coming at the person and you know, they was taking it in and you felt the need to say all. Oh, yeah, so he shoot was, it all Yeah, down. so he wanted yeah, you know, uh devalue what you saying. You know what I mean? But that's your opinion, brother. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's why I say we got a platform. What I say when we started, this is where we come to vent and speak freely and don't have to worry about nobody coming back with nonsense. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. If you don't like it, turn it off. Yeah, that's it. You know? But yeah, man, um, before we wrap this one up, P, like always, man, just want to say, you know, I don't say it often, but I say boxing is life. Yeah. And I say that today, you know, I kind of take a little chapter out of uh, Devin Haney's book, man, like. If you really want something, man, you got to go for it. And if you really want it, you just got to take that initiative. You know, if it's something that you really want in your hands and you don't want to have to answer to somebody else and you really want to call the shots, you got to make the moves. Exactly. In life, man. In life, that's what you want. Any sport, Mm -hmm. any job, anything in life, you know, if you really want it, you got to go grab the reins Mm -hmm. and... You know, do what you got to do. Because nobody going to do it for you. Nobody going to give it to you. It's not going to magically appear in your lap, you know. Mm -hmm. You had to go and get it. Because like we say, guys are fighting. They're looking at Floyd now, but they're not looking at what he did. Just out here, like, you know, you see this guy riding around in the most fancy car. You see him with that and you want that, but you don't know the ground where he had to lay to do it. Exactly. You know, so you actually got to go out there and and do the same thing, man. Take that initiative. Put that work in, man. But yeah, man, uh, before we go. P, give it up, man. Give me your pin number. Everybody, y'all can look. Check me out at P. Barnhill, P. Barnhill on on IG. You know, and you can also check me out at Loud Pack Boxing on IG. You know, just some different looks, different subtopics that, you know, we may not discuss on the podcast or whatever. So, you know, if y'all interested in that, just check me out. Give me a holler or whatever. Yeah, man, that was the CEO of Loud Pat Boxing right there. <laughs> but yeah, man, this is the CEO of All Boxing Everything. You can follow me on Instagram right there, All Boxing Everything, Combo Breaker 99. Um, we'll check out some women's MMA fights coming out this Saturday. Like I said, P, you got to watch them, but that's up to you. <laughs> you know, I know, so I'm, I'm, like I'm, I'm, with you, I'm coming around. Yeah, I'm coming around. He twisting my arm, y'all. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm coming slowly but surely, y'all. I got him in the arm know. bar, man. I don't know. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, you can follow me there. Got some little updates all the time on what's going on in their world, women's MMA. 
But uh, you can follow us both on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Jab Effect. And you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just type in Jab Podcast. We don't want to come up. We don't want our lane, man. Yeah. But again, man, I'm Combo Breaker 99. This is Boxing P, y'all. We out, y'all. Stay tuned. Peace.